Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Daily Grievance Podcast. This is an irreverent podcast whereby your host, Grieve Master Ty, that's me, reflects on the daily issues of life that annoy the crap out of him. We talk about some pretty funny and messed up shit. For your listening pleasure, this podcast is available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And don't forget to follow the show on Twitter for all the latest updates, as well as everyday grievances expressed angrily in 140 characters or less. Twitter handle, at Daily Grievance 1. That's Daily Grievance, the number one. You have stuff that pisses you off? I feel ya. Tweet it to me. Maybe we'll talk about it on the show. Without further ado, ladies and gents, the Daily Grievance. You ever notice when you get on a plane and you open up the magazine in your seat back pocket, the Sky Mall? Everything in there is cool. I want everything. Yes, I want the pen with the hidden camera. Yeah, I want the aluminum wallet. Yes, I want the Turkish bathrobe. Of course, I want the circulation-improving leg wraps. I'm on a crammed airplane. Yeah, I want the full-size medieval night replica. Yes, I want the world's lightest carry-on. That would be helpful. Yeah, I want the huge ceramic version of the elusive and mythical Bigfoot that is startlingly realistic. And yes, I want the magic shower head with the built-in LED-colored light so I can enliven my shower with a fountain of illuminating fun. Yes, I want all that. But I'm on an hour-long flight to Phoenix. I don't have a lot of money. And yet you're, you're tantalizing me with all these really cool gadgets right in front of me. I mean, sprinkle in some shit that no one cares about. Welcome to The Daily Grievance. The Daily Grievance. The Daily Grievance. Alright people, thank you for tuning in to episode 9 of The Daily Grievance. This is my podcast that I use to uh, express my grievances, to tell people how pissed off I am about things, to uh, go into great detail about all the things that annoy the shit out of me. Uh, as I've said before, not a day goes by, not an probably not an hour goes by that I don't encounter something that pisses me off and makes me angry. Sometimes I have tantrums, sometimes I let it slide, but... You have to talk about it. You have to express it at some point, and this is where I do it, folks. You know, we've been doing this for eight episodes. This is big episode nine. You're used to this. It's fun. That's the way I do my thing. So this week, I got a good buddy of mine uh, coming in to be the guest. He's a stand-up comedian. His name is Rob Christensen. Rob, welcome to the show, bud. Yo, yo, yo. Thanks for having me. Of course, buddy. How you doing? I'm great. Yeah? Yeah. What's uh, What's been going on with you in summary? Uh, just doing a lot of stand-up. I'm recording an album next yeah. next Saturday. I don't know when you're releasing this, but Saturday, December 19th at 8 p.m. at the Chatterbox in Covina. Just get on the 10 and drive uh, east for an hour, and you're there. Nice. That's easy enough, yeah. depending on traffic, of course. Right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's, so it's just you doing the, the special. Maybe yeah, it, I'm recording an album, and then I'm doing I'm going to do some video, but not for the public, just for some submission stuff. Yeah. But the album will be... Uh, Full album, my first hour of Beautiful. material that I've written, and I'm gonna put it all to bed. It'll be the last time I tell all those jokes. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Just yeah. just putting them in a trunk and throwing it into the ocean. So yeah, because yeah, stand up is a thing where it's like uh, you're it's like ch- smoking crack for a, a lot of people I talk to. That at least the ones who are good, it's all like chasing the dragon. So. <laughs> 
It's like, you know, you grow, you grow a tolerance to your material. So if you have material for a while, you can't tell the joke right anymore because you're just so sick of hearing it come out of your mouth. As opposed to when you have a new bit, you don't know if it's going to work. It's an idea that just came to you. It's exciting. You go up there. You're, you're like on the precipice, standing on the edge every time you do a new bit, and that keeps you going. So I'm going to just really officially retire the hour of jokes that I don't want to tell anymore. So uh, just to have them not there, to never have the crutch. Mm-hmm. And then and then the, the I'll be filming in the middle of it like a half hour of new shit. Okay. So yeah. you, you may have some gems in there that you've loved telling that have crushed for yeah. years. But yeah, you, yeah. You got to Absolutely. Gotta, like. The, a lot of like the showcase sets that got me representation and a few TV appearances and stuff like that are all going, all putting it to bed. Yeah, beautiful, good for you, man. Yeah. And you're gonna have some some guy open up for you, get the crowd a little warm. Yeah, right? Steve Hernandez is uh, hosting the thing, and Marcella Aguello is uh, Aguella, I think. God, I should know how to say her name. She's uh she's a badass comedian. She's gonna be uh doing the middle, the feature part. Beautiful. Yeah. Good for you, man. Have you played that that uh, room before? Yeah, the Chatterbox is the best show in Los Angeles, but really? it's in Govina, yeah. Yeah. It's every single Sunday. Great fuck it's a great fucking room. It's just like real comedy. Sometimes in LA, I know it sounds like an excuse, but it could be like weird crowds in LA, you know, and everyone's yeah. in the entertainment business, but right. When you go to the Chatterbox in Covina, it's like regular human beings who really came out to have a drink and laugh. This is their weekend. This is their night out. They're down to have fun, and it's just right. a great room. Yeah, yeah. They're not they're not assistants from UTA. That right. Got comped on the show. Right. They're talking to their friends, trying to look cool while the show's happening. Exactly. That's not happening. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> um. Well, that's great, man. That's uh. That's very cool for you. So let me ask you this. So you you obviously do stand up a lot. You've been doing it a while. Right. When you, before you go up for a big show, let's say something like this special that's coming up or something similar of, of equal grandeur, do you have a couple drinks before the show to loosen up or do you stay sober so you're, you're sharp and your memory is sharp? Uh, yeah, I'll have a few drinks. I don't know if it's like, it's not so much as to loosen up as, I, don't, I guess it's loosen up, but um, I'm uptight. I run, how I run is uptight, on time psycho type a make a list nothing i like more than completing a list but that's very <laughs> uh, very tiring like it's hard for, i can't go to sleep at night i'm that guy i could i could stay awake just with thoughts for for a long time i have to take tylenol pms at night to go to, just to go to sleep so i'll have a few drinks whereas some guys might have a few drinks to just get a little loose so that they're just loose i'll have a few drinks just so my heart rate goes down you know <laughs> just like so, so I wouldn't even call it loose. I would just call it like trying to be like a normal human being. Okay, trying yeah. to trying to go from too amped up to stabilized. So, yeah, to stabilize. To yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. Good deal, man. That's awesome. Uh, I wish I was here. I'm going to be in Vegas, right? Check yeah. that shit out. It's all good, man. Enjoy Britney Spears or whatever you're doing. Uh, still trying to get tickets. We'll see. <laughs> but I really want to go see Britney Spears. I'd see her. Yeah. I, I wouldn't wanna... <laughs> pay for tickets, but I'd see her if somebody gave me a ticket. I mean, I'm going to take my girl to that one day and just be a hero, you know? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm sure there's lots of tail at Britney Spears shows. Yeah. <laughs> lots of gay guys and lots of hot tail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd go check her out. Um so I like to touch briefly on the news before we actually get into our grievances on my show. All right. And uh, this happened a few weeks back, a few weeks back, but I have to touch on it because it's big news. Yeah. Charlie Sheen getting the hiv. Yeah. That's fucking major. I mean, it happens, right? You live that life, and then, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's like Eddie Murphy said in one of his specials: like you throw your dick on the craps table enough times, yeah, eventually you're gonna lose, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But that's fucked up, man. I mean, I, I honestly, I probably. Somebody mentioned this, and I kind of put a twist on it. But like, 
living Charlie Sheen's life for how old is he? Early fifties. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, he is done. But yeah. living Charlie Sheen's life for fifty years and now getting AIDS is probably better than most of our lives living healthy for eighty nine years. I would agree if that's your thing. Uh, I think he did his thing, even though it was a lot of addiction and women and stuff like that. But he did his thing to the utmost extreme. So, yeah. like, if you're a guy who likes hiking and camping and you did the best hiking and camping until you were 50 and then you got AIDS, yeah. I don't know how upset you'd be, you know? And then especially, like, he's going to Magic Johnson that shit. Like, he's got oh, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. more money than Magic Johnson, right. you know? Yeah. He's, AIDS is something you can live with now. Totally, totally. And he's going to get the best treatment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's gonna yeah. Be, he'll be all right. Yeah. And he did it. He lived that life, you know? What, what do you, like, when somebody like Charlie Sheen gets AIDS... Um, even though let's say he gets medical treatment and he's and he maintains a very healthy state of being at some point who does he then fuck from that point forward does he just tell girls hey I'm gonna use a condom we'll be careful or does he specifically find people that has AIDS that he can fuck I, I think uh, I don't think he's gonna it's gonna hurt him getting laid I really don't I think, <laughs> I think uh, I, I'm, I'm dead serious uh, my girl my girlfriend she has a friend who has AIDS and it's a hot young girl. Oh yeah. Or has maybe just has HIV. You know, okay. I don't obviously don't want to say the wrong thing, so don't, you know, take it as the as the uh analogy or right. not the the anecdote. Uh-huh. But um she tells guys straight up and still gets laid. You know? She, she yeah. discloses her condition. She discloses and she can still catch a huh. dick. Yeah, yeah. And then so she's a regular human. Charlie Sheen's a super rich guy. Right. And I'm sure he'll do both. I mean I wonder though if he makes the change. You know how you have to fucking sort of hit rock bottom. Not yeah. that getting HIV is rock bottom, but for for the life that he lived, that would be the maybe the most. You know, aside from death, it's a very serious ailment to get. Right. I wonder if it changes how he looks at things. Maybe he just stops throwing a dick around and becomes yeah. a better dad. I would love sober. to see that happen. Yeah. It's well, it's possible, but he's had it for like two years actually. Right. Yeah. He's had it for a while, and he's still been going kind of crazy the last two years. But yeah. I don't know. That was just interesting news. And leading up to that, all the gossip sites were like, who is it going to be? It's an A-list celebrity. And people were throwing out names like Leo DiCaprio and shit. Oh, right, yeah. But Leo, Leo's smarter than that. He's, <laughs> you know, he's not going to put himself in that position. Yeah. Like, he fucks Victoria's Secret models, whereas yeah. Charlie Sheen was fucking porn stars and yeah, yeah, yeah. chicks like that. And you're yeah. bound to get in a little trouble sooner yeah, or later. He's living a risky life. It was yeah, high was. risk, yeah. Yeah. Um, but crazy news. Um, anyway, so I have uh, a couple grievances, so I'll start out. But, uh, I mean, living in a busy city like Los Angeles and traversing around town and everywhere you go, there's a lot of people and there's a lot of different types of people. For somebody like me that's short temper, you're going you're gonna to get pissed <laughs> off on a regular basis. Um, but one in particular, let me pull this up right here. Um, oh, okay. You ever notice that whenever you're in a room full of people that the temperature is always, a, is always accommodating the fat person? Like, cause the fat person is always hot, right? Whenever you're yeah. in a room and every, and somebody's like, well, how, how's the temperature in here guys? And everyone's like, Oh, it's a little cold. Can you turn it down? And one guy's like, Oh, I'm fucking sweating, man. And he's like 60 pounds overweight. That guy always gets accommodated. The temperature always is adjusted to accommodate him as yeah. opposed to the 20 other people in the room that are chilly. Right. You ever notice that? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to land on the side of the fat guy on this because I oh, run. Oh, you run hot? I run hot, man. Really? Super hot. Yeah, yeah. It's. It, I'll never complain that it's too cold. Really? Yeah. Well, you're from New York, though. Yeah, I'm from New York, and uh, all my ancestors come from cold, dark, damp places. Oh, yeah? Like, yeah. like where? I'm like Norwegian and Swedish oh, and yeah? Irish, okay. you know, so... 
Yeah. So it's like I don't know. I get. I just get hot easy. I'm hot right now. I'm always hot. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're like a you're like a fucking car engine, always running. <laughs> yeah, I'm always, always getting revved. Hot, yeah. <laughs> so it's like. I don't mind it. I don't mind it being cold. But I get that, that, yeah, you're saying. I would be upset, though, if we were turning the heat up for a 90-pound girl, which happens also. Yeah. Yeah. Small girls are always cold. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'm just always kind of chilly. <laughs> Maybe it's because I, lo- like, like, I used to be, like, 180. And now I'm like 165. Yeah. So maybe losing some of the blubber I had supporting me, maybe yeah. that's why I'm a little colder. Yeah. I don't know. That's definitely true. Yeah. It's absolutely true. Because I don't remember always being cold back when yeah. I was a little heavier. Yeah. But I don't I, know. Yeah. I used to be like 230 and now I'm 200 and I'm still hot as fuck. I need to get down to 180 like you used to be and maybe I'll be cold again. Oh, that's your ideal weight, 180? I, I'd probably be skinny at 180. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You look good. at You're at two, you're two bills right now? Yeah, yeah. You look I good can, at two yeah, bills. I, I, like if I was a fighter, they'd say he walks around at 205 right. and fights at 195 or whatever their weight class is, you know? <laughs> yeah, you probably actually have to go lighter than that. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know. I guess it's 185 is the weight class, right? What is That's that? That's probably where you would be at. If you're yeah. 200 right now, you'd yeah, probably yeah. go at 185. After training camp? Yeah. My imaginary training camp, right. since I'm not a fighter. And then, <laughs> <laughs> after the rigorous, you know, yeah. two-month training camp, you'd right. probably be at 185. would be at 185, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Well, what do you got for a grievance, bud? Uh, yeah, so my first grievance is, um, I don't like... I don't like when people say things that don't mean anything, or I don't like when people talk in cliches, and I especially don't like when I'm eating food, right, and a person will walk up to you and be like, huh, hot dogs, and then, you know, leave the space like I'm supposed to say something now. You didn't do anything but come up, use your eyes, and say what you saw. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. What? And so I will never answer them. I'll never be like, yeah, yeah, eating hot dogs today or whatever it is. I'll leave them there. I'll just stare right in their fucking face and let them, and let them stand there. Because you, you, you didn't say anything to me. Right. He yeah. just he just uttered out an observation. Why are we talking right now? You right. know what I'm saying? Why are we having any interaction? You came up and said the word hot dogs to me. Can you you should be the, punished for that. <laughs> can you give me the the circumstance in which this happened? So, well, this happens to me all the time. I'm on a lot of like commercial sets or TV ah. sets all the time, right? So everyone breaks for lunch at the same time, and everyone goes to eat, and there's always a guy who walk up to the table and be like, mashed potatoes today. I'm like, yeah, asshole. Yeah, it's mashed potatoes because we walked up to a fucking truck. It said mashed potatoes on the side of the truck. Then obviously I ordered the mashed potatoes because you've seen them on my plate. So, I mean, everyone knows it's fucking mashed potatoes. Why do you need to say mashed potatoes today? I don't get what think, you're fucking doing. Yeah, I can. that's annoying as fuck, yeah. and I wouldn't be a fan of it either. Yeah. I think they're looking for, like, a, a, a small, trivial little interaction. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mashed potatoes, you know, it's the right. holiday season, and, I, you know, it's, I'm getting right. in the spirit. They're, yeah. they're looking for little shit like that. Yeah, and so I don't lash out at them, but in my brain, I'm just like, in my fucking weird robot brain, I'm just like, I hate you. You're you're saying nothing to me right now. And then especially if, like, I'll, I'll, try, I'll try to eat healthy as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And so it's like... Uh, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm on a diet, but I try to eat healthy. Like overall in my life, I try to eat healthy. So it's not like I'm on a diet that begins and ends. I'm on a, let's live a healthier life, you know? Mm -hmm. And so if I'll get a salad at lunch because it's just like, Hey, it's an easy place to get a salad. It's a free salad. And it, you know, it's like my one meal of the day, I know I'm doing all right. And someone always be like, Oh, you're on a diet. What's going on? I want to be like, no fuckhead. I'm just not a fat fuck like you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not on a diet. You know, maybe later tonight I might have a fucking twink or something. But now that I ate the salad, it'll be okay for me to have a cookie later on. You know, that's co- you know what? A diet is not something you go on because you're fat. A diet is what you eat. No matter your weight, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, you have a diet. 
diet, and I'm just trying to make my life diet as healthy as possible. Trying to live as long as possible because I, when you diet, it goes black, and that's it. Right. Uh, yeah. That's that's a good point. I got two responses to that. <laughs> Number one, I do the same thing. I maintain a pretty healthy diet Monday to Friday. The weekend's another story. I yeah. kind of eat like a caveman on the weekend. Right. But Monday to Friday, I'm eating very healthy, like yeah. veggie smoothies and shit yeah. that I mix myself. Secondly, um, I kind of sympathize with him asking you that because you do not come off as a salad guy. Right. You yeah. just don't look like a that, guy yeah. that eats salads. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look like a guy yeah, yeah, yeah. that eats ribs, right. steak, real yeah. raw stuff yeah, 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 yeah. that like like a man needs to survive you right. know oh well, yeah yeah i'll eat meat and stuff like that you know but it, it's just i'm just trying to have a balance you know and like i said i was 230 pounds and now i'm like 2 to 205 and yeah. i did that just by eating right and working out you know no crazy weird diet right but uh i don't know i just like to feel better you know when I, when i eat healthy i feel better i want to just feel good yeah so do i yeah. when i eat healthy i feel better too and also um back when i was working like a you know 50 hour a week job what when what i would eat it at lunch would dictate how I would sort of feel the rest of the day, you know? So if I had something heavy, like a burger or a big thing of pasta or a big thing of pad thai, I'd be a little droopy, a little lethargic the rest of the day. Yeah. But if I had what I have now, which is, you know, brown rice, veggies, chicken, light stuff like that, yeah. you know, kale, all that bullshit, yeah. then I feel good and I can maintain, you know, a, a consistent energy level the remainder of the day. Right. So, yeah, it, it uh, a good yeah. diet goes a long way, man. Yeah, and I wasn't, uh, you're, you're, you're probably right by guessing I'm not the type of guy who eat a salad, because I wasn't, you know, I had yeah. to learn it. It's And then, you know, back in New York, my brothers are not really salad guys. Yeah, you know, so. I bet they give you shit on it, don't they? Yeah, I mean, it's just like, being like, being from Brooklyn is the same thing as live, growing up in a trailer park. Like, you know, you think of someone in New York is like worldly and shit like that. But right. no, it's the same thing. It's just that you live in a small world. Yeah. You have to leave. You have to leave the biggest city in the world to be a worldly person. You know, true. Just being there is not enough. Yeah. 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 There's locals everywhere. Yeah. Um, OK, so. On my last podcast, I went off on a tirade on chihuahuas. <laughs> the, the, they're fucking hideous. They're useless dogs. <laughs> they should be bred into extinction. They're they're just completely useless, and they're ugly, and they don't do anything. Well, do you ever? You I was going to say that? what they are is their uh, alarm systems. That's what they were bred for. Uh, Chihuahuas are to detect noise. Alarm systems. They're bred to bark. You know what? Since the the chow, since the Chihuahua has been around, they actually invented alarm systems. So is that can we discard <laughs> all the you fucking? You make a valid point. You know, you make a very valid point. I mean, but yeah. But you know what? People, I don't think, are getting them for oh, an alarm no, no, system. No, no, no. one owns a dog for the purpose the dog was meant for. No, it doesn't exist anymore. Well, specifically that one. That's a big one. Right. They definitely don't get these little bastards because of alarm systems. No, yeah. They get them because they're small and trendy. Right. That's why yeah, people yeah. get them. And then they could be cuddly and stuff like that. Lap dogs. Can yeah, yeah. chihuahuas be cuddly? Yeah, yeah. They are. Yeah, they can be lap dogs. Because they sure, look like yeah, little yeah. skeletons. They're little right, legs and they're always are... searching for like warmth. So like, if they're comfortable with their owner, they're always like digging into the you know the lap or the arm or whatever to be warm. So people like that about them that they they're down to cuddle because they're fucking freezing cold. <laughs> <laughs> I when I think of dog, and this is just how I grew up. When I when I think of dog, I think of a big dog yeah. that's playful and has a big bark on him if needed, right, yeah, but yeah. can fetch stuff. Yeah. You know, can go in the pool. You can go running with him. Yeah. So I, I was just raised with a different type yeah, of dog. Yeah, yeah. But what my comment was going to be on on um, on uh, chihuahuas is that I've seen fucking chihuahua service dogs out there 
And yeah, I know that real. is a load of bullshit. It's not fucking it real. It is not real. No. They're just putting not. that little badge on them yeah. so they can take them into restaurants and shit. And it's I think that's, that should be stopped. I don't yeah. think it's fair. Yeah, I think and it, that the person who's doing that is just not on this planet. They just, they don't have any awareness of other human beings. They're just like finding a way to work the system for their own benefit no matter what happens to the world around them. Now, I'm not allowed to have a dog in my apartment, right? But I eventually want to get a dog. I'll probably get some sort of flat-faced dog because I think they're flat, cute. A flat-faced dog? Yeah, I'd like probably, what? I mean, probably not a pug. It'd probably be like a French bulldog. Or okay. I would love to have an English bulldog, but I don't think I have enough space to really get it going. But I love those slobbery little funny dogs, right? Okay. I'm getting the dog for its personality. You know, that's yeah, why yeah, I want to yeah. get the dog. But uh, I'll I'll probably get a French bulldog because it's small, and I'll probably go to a shady ass uh, psychiatrist and have them write a pres- uh, that I need the dog for anxiety, and then just get the dog. So if my landlord ever says anything, I just have the letter from the psychiatrist. What would what what reason would the psychiatrist give to anxiety? Justify- yeah, you have the, it's an anxiety dog. It's a service dog that the dog. Oh. When, when I have an anxiety attack, I pet the dog. I hold the dog. Oh my god, is that one of the things down. they use to get those goddamn badges hey, on their dogs? You know, getting the badge on the dog is just as fucking dumb as getting the fucking license to smoke weed, right? It's could yes, be anything. True. It's, it's the same thing. Very you know? true. You could use the same excuse to smoke weed legally as you can to fucking get a dog badge. <laughs> now here, now, so I'm saying I would do that so I could go around my lease and have a dog and, and have a nice happy home, you know, okay. a nice little family home. But what I wouldn't do is take my dog then into a restaurant, which no. I could get away with because I'm not going to put the rest of the people out. You know, there's yeah. a reason animals aren't allowed in. It's because it's unsanitary around food, and I would not bring my dog into the restaurant. Yeah, and they're they're disruptive. Yeah, and, I, you know, I probably wouldn't, like, bring it on the plane, and I would – whatever the – Whatever the proper channels are to get your dog on the plane, I would do. I would pay the money or buy the seat, whatever it was. I wouldn't use this this excuse to be like, dog's on my lap, not paying no money, peace out. I wouldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't just straight lie to someone. That's why I'm not a good salesman. You know what I'm saying? I would never be like a good agent or whatever. Because yeah. it's just, I, I, can't, I just, cause my, my attitude is like, this is what it is, man. If you don't fucking like it, fuck off. But that's not a salesman's <laughs> attitude. The salesman's attitude is like, that's not what it is. Well, what do you want? How is it is? And you do whatever, you know, whatever you can to, to close it deal yeah that's not my attitude about life yeah right right yeah no that was uh well articulated dude oh. <laughs> I, agree, I agree with that um but that's what makes your comedy so great too which right. i've enjoyed thank you it's like in your face and it's like this is who i am this is right. what i think here it is yeah, yeah, yeah you know you may agree with it you may not yeah. but i'm saying it in a way that even if you don't agree with it yeah. you got to find it at least entertaining yeah right, right. And it's not like i'm gonna say something without knowing the facts yeah, and that's the burden of of kind of being an asshole, you know. Yeah, if you're gonna be an asshole, you gotta have the facts on your side. Yeah, that that's the burden of it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I would say I I would say I am a con- I'm kind of like that in that I just say what I want and I typically don't have a filter. Yeah, but. In certain scenarios, if needed, I can play the part of the bullshitter. Yeah, yeah, you got to read the room, you know? right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, That's funny. <laughs> what? Uh, give me, give me another grievance of yours. Uh, all right. Um, spatial awareness. Uh, people are not paying attention to what the fuck's going on around them. Oh, that's fucking so true. So it's like a conversation in a doorway. You know what I'm saying? Like, people will just stand in a fucking doorway like the world doesn't exist. Uh, uh, texting in the middle, stopping short in the middle of a sidewalk to text. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm on my phone as much as anybody else is. I like being on the phone. I've never actually had a phone conversation with my girlfriend. We've only texted the whole relationship. 
You know, so I'm I got my face in my phone, but when I do it, I'll step off, I'll lean on a building and get out of the fucking road. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I purposefully don't do it while I'm crossing the street. You know, I don't walk. <laughs> I, I have like a if you're you're if you're either moving or you're on the phone, but you can't combine movement and being on the phone. That's my personal rule for myself. Mm-hmm. And that and that's just helping spatial awareness. You're not stopping short in the middle of the street or like standing in a doorway on your phone when people are trying to get by. Or like I hate when people like if someone's carrying a box or some groceries, it's not a time for a conversation with that person. You right. can't like ask them a question, you know? Like I'll just think like if I'm carrying something, if I'm helping my friend move, you don't want to be asking me questions while I'm ca- I got a box in my hand. It's like the whole working man thing. Like don't bother a man while he's fucking working. It's the wrong time. Like if a guy is under a car on his back, don't fucking talk to that guy. He's got oil in his face. He's struggling to get some fucking bolts back together. It's not a good time to talk to him. But people who don't who've never done any physical labor have no clue and they'll just try to like come in and talk to you while you're doing something. It's a bad fucking time to do it. Wait, wait, wait. So I got to piece that together real yeah, quick. Yeah. So part of that grievance is people stopping at the wrong time to fiend out on the phone yeah. and send a text. It's all sp- under the umbrella of spatial awareness. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other half of that was yeah, yeah. when people are doing uh, yeah, yeah. like construction work or something right, physically yeah. laborious, it's yeah. not appropriate to come and talk to them while they're doing that. Show. Right. Like okay. uh, everyone hates a truck backing up into a driveway. Because they have to pull out across the whole street. Mm-hmm. Both sides of the street have to stop. And the guy has to back the truck up. And you know what? When you're in a car, everyone fucking hates that guy. But you don't know how hard it is to park that fucking truck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like that dude's doing something that not many people can do. And like just chill the fuck out. And that it's like the same. That's like when the guy's working or carrying a box or something like that. It's like people are not making connections of when's are like good time to be pissed off or whatever yeah again, again they're entrenched in their own little world and right. they just need to get done yeah. what they need to get done without yeah. consideration yeah. for yeah. what someone else is doing the texting thing is annoying and it exists everywhere yeah i've even seen these uh the street art that goes on around la and actually all major cities i've seen this one image that people have been plastering onto the ground or walls or whatever showing like a guy hunched over like yeah. looking at his phone have you seen that piece of street I'm, art? I'm not sure if i've seen it yeah, okay yeah. but what yeah but that's like where people are going, you know, because this is like this is the stature that they have right. for those yes. at home. I'm bending over yeah, yeah, staring yeah. at a phone. They're, they're, people's stature is going to get worse and worse. And, you know, they're they're going to yeah. fuck themselves up with the constant <laughs> yeah. hunching over. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so many times I'll have a person that's on their phone that's walking right at me. And like my dream is to just fucking punt the phone out of their hand out of their hands or just slap it out of their hands and like i've just like almost crossed the line where it's just like just yeah i would never it'd have to be like a dude my size where i couldn't be picking on him or something like that i couldn't do it to a woman or an old lady or an old man or a child Uh right because then it's just picking on someone but like there have been times where it's like a dude my age my size about to bump into me because his head's in the phone and i've gone as far as like picking my hand up and like, like a, you know, like a serial killer is stalking the girl <laughs> and he always sneaks up behind her and just barely touches her hair, yeah. you know, and just is breathing heavy and then yeah. backs off before he gets caught. Yep. That's me smacking the phone out of your hand. <laughs> I'm just there just like fantasizing about it, just about to slap it right out of your fucking hand. But I can't do it because it's like illegal, I guess, you know. Uh, Is it? Yeah. I uh, yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be assault or da- you know, something. Yeah. Maybe. They'd yeah. probably twist it into something. Yeah. But maybe you could you could twist it so that. Like the guy was coming at you or yeah, something, yeah. and you yeah. had, you're just trying to defend yourself, and yeah. you ended up backhanding his phone across right, yeah, the street. Yeah. Right. 
then you ended up also stepping and breaking on the phone yeah, as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. just to drive the point home. You probably get away with it, but it's, it take a lot of work. Yeah. That's like a lot of work you'd have to do after you pretty much lose your temper and become a monster in the middle of the street, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's also the same thing as like if we're I won't I won't talk to people when I'm standing in the sun. So if someone wants to have a conversation with me and the sun's in my eyes or some shit, I'll say to them I'll be like, Hey, let's talk in the shade. Let's step over, but I won't I won't talk to someone in the sunlight. I don't know if that makes me crazy or not. Well, I have to be especially conscious of that because I'm bald and I right. shave my head. Yeah. And unless I have some, if I have sunblock on, I'll talk to a guy in the sun. Right. I don't yeah, mind yeah. that. But if yeah, I yeah. don't, it simply can't happen. We need yeah. to be ushered somewhere <laughs> right. else. Yeah. yeah. For me, I'm so I'm just I need to be out of the sun as much as possible. Oh, you, you, not for any particular reason. On? I just well, I'll put sunblock on, but even still, I just hate it. It just just I the beating it. down the, of the yeah, heat. Yeah, it's just oppressive. I feel like oppressed by the sun. Yeah, and you start sweating. Yeah, and I just like yeah, I can't even. I don't even hear you talking because all I hear is the sun. Like the sun makes a noise in my face. Like, what, <laughs> what about pool parties? Yeah, uh, pool parties. I guess maybe a different thing. I don't know. I'm just all I'm wearing is a bathing suit. Probably have sunglasses on. You know. But are you still uncomfortable under the sun in that situation at a pool party? I don't know. I gotta test it out. It's a, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I keep an eye out for the sun, but I love pool parties. <laughs> I do enjoy pool parties. Yeah, yeah. I do and too. I I went to college in Arizona, so I'm I, I got used to the feeling right. of yeah, the sun yeah. literally heating your skin, and it right. doesn't really bother me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a it's so hot. It's just a different type of hot out there. Oh yeah, yeah. it very much is. Um. Well, dude, I'll let you take the final grievance if you have a, another one. Uh, basically, when people ask me what my favorite thing is, or ask me to like rank things, because I don't do favorites, right? Because if you asked me 10 years ago, what's your favorite rapper, and then you ask me today what my favorite rapper is, it's a different rapper because I'm a human that's growing and searching out for new things. And, and I feel like when someone asks you, hey, what's your favorite this or what's your favorite that, it's just like a desperate grasp at conversation. It's always like some extroverted person who's out to talk to people. And like they're like, hey man, what's your favorite food? You know, what do you da da da? And I'm like, I don't do favorites. And I'll, I've ruined many conversations because like oh, I don't do favorites. I don't pick favorites. I'm open to new things. You know, like. And so, I'm, I'm, how do I'm, they handle that curveball? They hate it. They yeah. hate me. Yeah, they're disrupting their flow. They of dislike me. Nonchalant as a conversation. <laughs> yeah, I know. I really dislike nonchalant conversation. I really do. Yeah, I, I do too. It has to have intention. Yeah, yeah. Um, there and there. If somebody is going to ask me uh, a broad question, like you just mentioned, yeah, there's got to be a little bit of context, or there's got to be a little bit of buildup, or at least some general rapport, so that I feel like articulating a well thought out answer to their broad fucking question. Yeah. If there's not that, and they just ask the broad question, I'll just come back at them with something like, um, you know, if they're like, if they say, "What's my favorite thing?" I'll I'll just say, "What do you mean, my favorite thing with what? Like, which area of life?" You right. know, I'll yeah, give them yeah. a stern response. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but all the people like that, all my close friends are not. They're the type of people who have like opinions, and like they'll always like start a conversation with a fact or in an opinion, mm -hmm. something to really react off of. And it's just like, even when I disagree with them, it's just so much better to have someone be like, yo, I fucking hate this movie, blah, 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 blah. That's like their inputting. Like, I like if you start a conversation with me to give me a clump of information to process, you know? Give me some input. Don't put the burden on me. That's like a lot of girls will complain about that about dudes. Like a dude's flirting with them and it's just a million fucking questions, yeah. you know? Right. And then you get sick of it. My girl's a bartender and she's like all all day with the same dumb ass fucking questions, mm -hmm. you know, because they're trying to start conversation, trying right. to get to know me or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's, it, it, you'd probably... 
impress the person you're trying to talk to if you hit them with a clump of information right off the top. Just like, here's a fact. Here's my opinion about that fact. You'll get a conversation out of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if the person, you'll also learn about that person because if they can't keep up with what you said, then they're not for you. You know, they're not, they're not, they can't keep up with you. Right. They're not on the same wavelength. Right. The, um, yeah, the whole, the whole, uh, frustration that guys get caught up in when they're trying to talk to a girl and they're asking them a million questions and they're wondering why the girl's disinterested, it's because the questions are generic and they're not interesting. Right. You have a better chance of going up to her and telling her that something she's wearing is hideous looking. I mean, right. you literally yeah, yeah, have a better chance. Yeah, yeah. That's not the ideal thing right, to yeah, say, yeah, yeah. but you have a better chance but because, right. it, yeah, because yeah. it's at least distinct from something yeah. else that somebody yeah, said. Especially before. if you knew something about the shoes she was wearing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could go up to her and say, you know, those aren't my favorite Gucci, whatever the fucks, but I do like the ones that came out last spring or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not that you'd know, but if you did know and you said that, you could have a conversation with that person. And it, whether you're hitting on her or not, you're going to be remembered in that way, you know? Yeah. It's because you hit her with some information and an opinion. It's a, Right. Yeah. That's 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 a good motto to have. Right. Clump of information, yeah. opinion. opinion. Opinion to follow. Yeah. yeah. And see if the person can keep up. Right. Yeah. Um, do you want to test that out real quick? <laughs> sure. You want to try it though? Because I don't want the burden. <laughs> <laughs> Clump of information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then an opinion. Yeah. Okay, sure. Um, you know, when, whenever you go someplace to get a hot dog, they have all the condiments there in the little packets. Yeah. But the, the, uh, the mustard one is always smaller than the other condiments, and it's also harder to open. That's unfair. The whole system should be revamped. The mustard should be just as big as the other condiments and just as easy to open. <laughs> well, I wonder if that's because like uh, mustard is spicy, so you can overdo mustard. Well, right? not yet. Is yellow mustard considered spicy? Because that's know. the one that's I guess always not. small. Yeah. It's tiny. I guess not. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's stronger. So it's a good. Maybe the. Oh, see, maybe it is. A but that's. The, I would lean on the side of they have a reason, right? Yeah, but I don't like to trust their reasons. Uh, yeah, I guess you don't have to trust it. No, no, no. But I would guess that there's a reason for it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I'm not usually too worried about it because I'm skipping the condiments lately. Okay. That stuff <laughs> pisses me off though. I, I, I can't chalk something up to let's just trust that, that they know what they're doing. I have trouble but with that. What could you do about it? That's also a good point. Oh, and you know what else? <laughs> Check out Jewish delis. Because like, uh, I live in Santa Monica and by me there's- um, like Jerry's? Uh, I don't do Jerry's. I do- um, Fuck, what's the name? Langer's. Right. Oh, I've heard the commercials for Langers. Yeah, so I'll hit Langers, and they have their own mustard packets, and they're big. Are they? Yeah, and it's oh, their beautiful. own. It's like Langers Deli mustard, and it's way better mustard than like whatever else you're gonna okay. get. Okay. Yeah. If I go there, I'll have to compliment them on that. <clears throat> yeah. So check it out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so right there, we're probably going on a date. You know, it's like after that conversation. Sure. You want to go out to Langers with me? Let's go get a pastrami sandwich. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Now we're on a date. Right. It worked. Now we're making progress. <laughs> Who knows what's gonna happen? Um. Do you want to go into random question? Sure. Okay. It is time for random questions. So I will go first. You're my guest. I will give you the honor of receiving my question first. All righty. And, uh, you know, people that have listened to the show are familiar with this question. It's something I used to – the backstory of this is it's something – when I was in college, I took a trip to, um, to Europe for the summer. Or not – I was, did a student exchange thing, sort of for the summer and uh, there was a lot of train rides involved when I was in Europe and so I would get bored and so I would I would ask my friend really really weird strange sexual questions (laughs) and give him only a few answers that he had to choose from and that's how we would pass time on the on the train it just got really wacky and I revived it for this podcast so 
That being said, here's the situation, Rob. Uh, a person breaks into your house. They're going to kill your family unless you pick one of the following three things to do. Right. Um, now, I'm going to tell you these three things, and then afterwards you can ask me questions about them to more specifically understand the parameters and what's at stake, what changes can be made, substitutions, that sort of thing. Okay. Right. Option number one. You're a set dresser, right? Yeah. You do that on the side? <laughs> yeah. You have to set dress a porn set. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in addition to dressing the porn set, you will also be responsible for lubing up a set of sex toys, which includes two sets of anal beads, two dildos, and a speculum. Okay? That's option number one. Option number two is for a period of one month, you are going to drive an old lady around town to run errands and visit the doctor. Um, additionally, you will then, uh, I mean, you're going to be with her kind of full time. Okay. So you're going to be for one month, you're going to be driving her around town to her appointments. You're going to be removing her teeth at night and spoon feeding her, her porridge dinner. She eats porridge. So you're going to remove her teeth, put it in the little glass jar. Then you're going to feed spoon feed her porridge. Yeah. Um, then you're going to give her a sponge bath. And you'll actually be in the bath with her. So she'll be in there naked. You'll be sponging her. You'll also be naked in the bathtubs doing your thing. Okay. And then you tuck her into bed. Then you can go home for the night. Do that for one month. Yeah. Option number three, you get an operation that gives you a third testicle. The operation will not affect you negatively in any way. It might even make your load bigger. Who knows? But the third testicle is going to be much smaller than your regular two testicles. It's going to be about the size of a gumball. So you'll have three testicles. You may be able to get away with hiding it from your girlfriend or from whoever yeah. uh, but you will have three testicles one the size of a gumball yeah I feel like this is easy I would just dress the porn set uh, if you're ready to jump at that yeah. answer right away well, you can do that Yeah. set dress the porn set but you also have to lubricate the sex toys not worried about it you're yeah. not you're not worried about lubricating anal beads no not a bit you would put lube on your hand and yeah. rub it all over the anal beads and the dildo all good no problem. Yeah, yeah. Have you done that before? You sound ready to go on that. Uh, no. I mean, I haven't done it before, but I've done stuff like that. Like it doesn't gross me out or nothing. It's just like a water-based lube, right? And I'm rubbing it on these sex toys. It's good to go. Well, I'll tell you what. I wanted to go, even though it's harder to do. I wanted to help out that old lady, just because at least I'd be helping an old lady with her needs. I wanted to say yes to that, and the reason that I didn't is because uh, I have to get naked in the bathtub with it. And well, that's where I drew the line because then I feel like it's not help. It's weird. You know? Well, she may like it. She might find it helpful. But you also have to pass on all other work that happens during that month. Like, you're not going to be available to do specials and do fucking acting gigs. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. You'd pass save on that my to family's help an old lady. life. Yeah, save my family's life. I'd give up a month. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a very that's very honorable of yeah. you. So you would do the you'd lube up the dildos just and dress up, a porn yeah, set. Not worried about it. You wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't feel nope. um, slighted by the fact that you're usually doing movies now. You're doing porn. Not a bit. No. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't say whether it was heterosexual porn or gay porn. Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> you are just on board for that, aren't you? <laughs> well, it's so easy. It's just like uh, disconnect, man. I'm just like on a set when you're set dressed. You're just a working schmo. No one gives a shit about you. They're like, hey, where are the anal beads? Here are the anal beads. You know, and then you go back to sit in your chair and playing your phone. You know what I'm saying? I'll do a month of that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm taken back. Right. <laughs> how quickly you were able to respond it's so by that easy one. Yeah, yeah yeah I you know I also didn't specify whether these toys had been used before or not I thought about that it wouldn't bother me okay yeah oh. even if like some anal beads came back and had some poop on them it wouldn't bother me You're, you, you got a lot of gumption don't you yeah. like you'd be a great employee when I first moved to LA I fucking uh, I was a I worked at a doggy daycare and I was entry level I just shoveled dog shit 
I scooped up dog shit all fucking day. Okay. That's the first job I had in LA and then uh, You didn't complain about it, did you? No. And 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 then uh and I, for a period of time I was a, a manager's assistant uh to a guy who was a particularly big jerk off oh, and he treated are. me like garbage. They all do. So after those two <laughs> things like oh oh that's fucking easy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And like I said, if I didn't have to get naked in that bathtub, I'd I'd take the harder job of taking care of that old lady because I'd, really? be I'd be giving back a little. Yeah, yeah. You you'd sit there for an hour yeah. and spoon feed her yeah. porridge. Yeah. And listen to her mumble about whatever she's mumbling. Fuck, yeah, fuck yeah, because you, you in fact you get something out of that. Yeah. That you're helping somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's what you're into, that's that would be rewarding. Yeah. I personally wouldn't. I don't know. Yeah, would, it's not an easy job. It's yeah. not an easy job. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough job. But yeah. I can. Uh, I'm really good at taking my brain out of it. I've had enough trauma in my life where I can separate what's going on in real life from what's going on in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good for you. Well, that was quick. That's the quickest <laughs> anyone's ever answered one of my questions. But if I get you on here again, I'm going to prepare it so that you it's going to be it more of a struggle yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. 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 So I'm not going to get grossed out particularly. So you got to yeah. take that into mind. I'm going to take yeah, it. Yeah. I'm going to take it real extreme <laughs> next time. <laughs> I would be more scared of permanent things. Like that's what I. That's what I thought of as as your options, more permanent. Okay. Yeah, more permanent those, things. Those, yeah. those are tough to make decisions on. Yeah, well, yeah. Let, let's hear mine. So, you, you know, a guy breaks into your house, they're going to kill your family unless Shit. you... Okay. Uh, you have to give up on your, your dream. This which, is option one. Option one is, I okay. think it's voiceover, right? It is voiceover, right now? Yeah. yeah. So, you, you, it's done. You give up on your dream forever. You'll never do voiceover. Just voice acting, okay? Yeah, yeah, just voice acting. Yeah, we'll, okay. st we'll start there. Uh, number two, you give up your dominant hand at the wrist. Fuck that shit. Chopped right off. Fuck that. And then uh, number three, I would I, I wanted to go forever, but it just makes it impossible. I'd say no sex for fifteen years. So no penis in the vagina, but you can do other things, which I think makes it worse. Wait, no penis in the vagina. Yeah, no actual but, by the book definition of sex. But I, uh, okay. So does that include anal? Uh, no, you can do anal. I'm not even a huge. I don't even like anal. Yeah, you, you, so that actually plays into your question better. You can do anal. You can get a hand job, blow jobs. You can bang dudes. You can bang girls, but never penis in vagina, right? I think uh -huh. that makes it harder because you can. You're gonna always be on the precipice. You'll because you'll still be involved in sexual situations. Yeah, I know, and and you can even climax in those sexual situations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's an interesting question because it's 15 years of that. Okay, the the no sex thing would be hard. Uh, because you say, yes, I can go get blowjobs, but we know fucking girls don't get blowjobs anymore, so that makes it extra fucking difficult. Then you're just looking at hand jobs, and who wants like a detached hand job where they're yeah. fucking staring at their phone while they're jerking you off? You know, yeah. I want them really in there taking it seriously. And you anal know? sex can go wrong. It can be not sexy. I'm sure it can. Yeah, yeah. I. It's it hasn't been my for, forte. I'm not into it because I don't like poop or blood. I just think it's gross. Involved in any of my sex. No, yeah. I don't want it anywhere near my cock. I don't want yeah. poop anywhere near my cock. Um, okay, so no sex for 15 years. That's pretty difficult. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah That's yeah, like yeah. the but prime it, of my life that yeah, you're yeah. asking me not to have sex. Anymore. And it has a, a light at the end of the tunnel, and it has, oh. and, and you can do those other things. So it's like this weird. It's I feel like it's almost torturous. Okay, Qu number three is out. I, I I can't do that. So give up your on your dream or lose your dominant hand at the uh, wrist. So I, I, su I suffered a wrist injury last year, and I was I had to wear a cast for a while, and I was out of doing a lot of shit I like to do for an extended period of time, and it was absolutely heartbreaking. Like, you know, I couldn't lift weights, so I felt I was, like, shrinking. I couldn't box, so I felt like I was becoming a pussy. Like, I, there were so many things I couldn't do, like, athletically right. speaking, that it just drove me crazy. 
Um, so if I lost the hand, like I'd probably end up killing myself. So that one's out. Yeah. And the, the reason that that kind of works, selecting option A, yeah. is because I've only been at this for voiceover for about a year and a half. Ah. So it's not like I've been at it for 10 years and yeah. you're telling me to drop what's making me income. Right. So I can, as much as I fucking love it, and I'm yeah. going to continue to do it and probably be a mega star at it. Right. I can at this point since I'm I'm just only getting seriously invested in it, I can probably find something else that I'm good at. All right. You know? No more voiceover. Yeah. That'd be tough. So I walked, into, cool. I walked into your podcast and stole your dreams. You did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, also the number two, I mean yeah. my my right hand is also used for masturbation. Just profuse amounts of masturbation. <laughs> so yeah, like switching yeah. to the left, I'm sure that would I, I could get used to it eventually. I would have no choice. Yeah. But I'd be letting go of a of a pretty good friend in that situation. If if I had the same question, I would probably do the pick sex, no sex for fifteen years. Yeah. Oh, if I said you can't do stand up. If I had the same question, yeah. I, instead of doing instead of quitting stand up, I couldn't do it because yeah, I'm like uh, I'm almost nine years into stand up, and so like yeah. years ten to fifteen are are like when you become somebody right when exactly. you become a real person with a real stand-up career yeah. that's true there's so many guys yeah. that went at it for a while before they yeah. became famous and there's some guys that are doing it now that i think are beginning to become famous like i don't know well gerard was at it for less than 10 years wasn't he yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's the, the he's not the rule he's, he's yeah he's kind of the exception yeah. but a lot of the, a lot of guys that i meet comedians that i know have been at it a while before they start to get things going yeah like sean Patton. you know sean Patton? mm-hmm like he's been at it a long time, and I think he's funny as fuck. Funny as fuck. But like he's yeah. not blown up to where I thought he would for somebody that funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's like he's like Belushi reincarnated. Yeah, I think he's doing okay though. Is he? I but I don't see him on okay. TV shows or anything. He's not on. He's on cable. Oh. So he he's the host of Bar Show, the Bar Hopping Show. Have you seen that? No. He's got a show. I think it's the Learning Channel or National Geographic. Oh, where okay. It's his show. It's his oh, TV sweet. show. He travels the country going from bar to bar. Uh -huh. So I mean, it's. Probably a non-union show, but as the star of it, you probably fucking yeah. make decent money. That's cool. And he does, I think he's shit. moved on out of comedy clubs to doing theaters because he's so fucking funny. Oh, don't, great. You know, follow up on everything I'm saying and make sure it's fact because I don't claim to know everything. But I think he's doing okay. Well, that seems to be right because he's yeah. like slightly alt, you know. So right. theaters yeah, yeah, would make yeah, sense yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know, man. Good question. Good question. Word. That's very cool. Um, well, thanks for coming on, buddy. My pleasure. I love uh, discussing shit that pisses uh, people off with my buddies and with comics. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so fun. Good. I love it's getting fun. people's yeah. perspective. So. Yeah, check me out on Twitter. Yeah, at Rob feet. Loves Bagels. Instagram at Rob Loves Bagels. Uh, Facebook forward slash at Rob Loves Bagels. And um, come to my first ever album taping at the Chatterbox Covina, December nineteenth at eight p.m. I Fuck think yeah. that's it. And, wh and where do you perform locally a lot? Where can people uh, see you locally? I, I perform anywhere and everywhere and nowhere in particular, but you can see my schedule at brooklynrob.com and Bro see where I'm going to be at. That's catchy, dude. Brooklynrob.com. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks for coming in, man. All right, it was lovely to have you. Peace. Bye.